Hi, and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Matt Kawahara, and our guest today is left-hander Jesus Luzardo. We'll discuss his rookie year in Oakland, his starts in the playoffs, where he'd like to improve in 2021, and which A's prospect rehabbing from surgery is living in his guest bedroom this offseason. Jesus, thanks a lot for, for joining us today. Um, just how's your how's your offseason going so far? Where where are you right now? And um, are you sort of into an offseason program at this point, or are you still kind of letting the body recover? Yeah, no, um, my offseason's been good so far. I'm back home down in South Florida. Um, I'm already in kind of my routine, just working out, uh, get my body back to how it should be and preparing myself for, you know, next season. It's um, you know, it's hard, obviously, to, to kind of overstate how unusual uh, this season was. And there was the stop and start, and I know that was going to be especially uh, difficult for pitchers kind of having to ramp up in the spring and then shut down for a while and get going again um, in the summer. Physically, how did you how did you come out of this season? Did you feel any different uh, after the season ended than maybe in previous years, or how are you feeling physically at this point? Uh, well, right now I do feel good, but definitely when I got home, uh, it did feel a little, uh, I guess you could say, I felt like this year took a, little, a lot more out of me compared to other years, even though, you know, other years, like when I was in the minor leagues, I was going, whatever it was, 140 games. Um, I feel like this year, just all like the stop and starts and the not knowing, you know, what's going to happen on certain days and, and certain times and all this, so kind of the uncertainty uh, kind of made it a little tougher, I feel like, for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it definitely did kind of mess with us, I would say. So my body did feel a little worn down at the end of this year. Yeah, I think, um, you know, you hear that from quite a few people after, you know, players and even staff, too, after the end of the season who said that even though this was just a 60-game season, it really took a toll. Um, and a lot of it was the was the mental aspect uh, of it. Just kind of in retrospect, now that you've kind of reached the end, um Looking back, what was the most difficult, most challenging part of, of this season, do you think, for you? Um, I think that the most most difficult part was kind of just for everyone, just being able to be locked in every day. And even with all the, like I said, like all the unknowns and all those times that, you know, we did stop when we were in Houston, then we had to come back and kind of gear up pretty fast. So uh, I think being able to handle all those uncontrollables that we had no no control over um, – I think that was the big key to all of us and all of our success throughout the year. Mm. Does it feel to you like you like you just uh, finished your rookie major league season? Does it feel like you 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 have that behind you now, or uh, is was this season weird enough that you're kind of still in a in a bit of a limbo? Uh, yeah, I mean it definitely was weird. Uh, I feel like I did kind of get my rookie season under my belt, but at the same time, uh, when you get fans back in there and and, you know, you kind of get that whole feeling again, uh, I'll probably feel as if that's, you know, I mean, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I got a true opening day. Um, and, you know, in the playoffs, no fans, it was kind of different. So it's definitely uh, going to be interesting next year to see how it goes. Yeah. For you personally, when you, when you reach the end uh, of a season, um, how do you evaluate the, your year? I mean, do you, do you look at any uh, particular aspects of it, whether it be uh, individual starts or, um, pitches you use how your pitches evolved over the course of a season when when you get to the end of it how, how do you look back at a at a year uh well for me this year my main goal was really to be healthy and uh you know thankfully i was so for me that was a big thing this year i think that i evaluated this year as being a success in terms of health 
Um, I also look at, you know, obviously, like, some results, uh, they weren't what we wanted them to be. But, uh, you know, I can't complain. I mean, my rookie year, uh, I was healthy. And uh, I'm happy that I got that under my belt, all that experience. Uh, definitely want to work on some things, you know, stuff for me, whether it's pitches and all that. And, and you know, kind of uh, kind of transforming my my arsenal into what I want it to be. Uh, I think that's my main goal. But that's that's how I view this season. What what's the difference, I guess, between the the arsenal that you have now and, and where you where you'd like to be? I just saw certain differences uh, this this past year compared to the years prior um, in terms of stuff. In terms of mechanically, I was a little off this year on certain you know on certain starts. So um, just going back to how I was, uh, but at the same time maintaining my body and allowing it to be healthy. Uh, I think I had to find a happy medium in those two. Were you able to pinpoint some of the reasons that maybe um, the mechanics weren't always as, as consistent as you would like? And, and was it that it was affecting, you know, individual pitches and how they um, how they behaved or command? Or what were the issues that kind of cropped out of that? Uh, it was a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty uh, – I hold myself to a high standard in terms of, you know, I, I try to repeat my delivery pretty constantly, and I feel like I wasn't able to do that. Uh, I feel like – you know, whether it was my arm slot uh, changing throughout the year, whether it was my, my body being in a certain position throughout the year, uh, my pitches were moving differently throughout the year, uh, switching grip, grip is, or sorry, I was switching grips throughout the year. So uh, those things all have to be uh, taken care of and handled before the start of next year. So where I kind of just know what I'm going with and sticking to one thing all year. I was gonna, that reminds me of, uh, I think it was, it might have been your last start, or is it the second to last outing of the regular season? Um, starting against the uh, against the Giants, and uh, it was a really good outing for you. But and you said afterward that um, that you had changed your uh, your breaking ball grip, uh, in, basically in your bullpen before the game, uh, and so you were throwing a, a slider. It was, like, it was like a sharp late breaking slider that was up in the 88, 89 mile per hour range, and you said that was a speed that you really never threw sliders at before. Um, but is that something that you do? How often do you do that? It sounds like you would prefer not to be kind of tinkering with pitches like that. You know, some pitchers say they'll kind of figure out what works for them on a particular day and sort of roll with that. Um, but do you do you adjust from start to start in that way, or, or would you prefer to have, you know kind of go into every start with a more set uh, set arsenal, kind of knowing knowing what it is you want to do? No, I would definitely. Uh like to go into every game with like the same arsenal and not be not have to change uh like what i did this year it was not on accident it was on purpose uh but it was kind of because i was searching for certain things and like i felt like you know i, I didn't feel comfortable in uh a lot of those starts with uh, certain pitches but i feel like you know the years prior and then hopefully next year and, and moving forward i just have a certain you know a set grip whatever it is um mechanics that you know don't change throughout the year mm -hmm. do you think some of the uncertainty was just kind of um reflective of, of not having that kind of consistency throughout the course of a season in terms of a routine and like you said the stop and start and um not uh being with the team immediately for the start of summer camp so having to get a little um little bit going after that did, did you did you feel like that played into it uh some of the inconsistency you're talking about uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know um, because I feel like uh, when I like you know, as when I did join the team again uh, after my COVID thing, uh, I 
I felt like, you know, I was in a good spot. My arm felt good throughout quarantine. I was pitching well. My arm felt really good, and, and my stuff looked really well. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it was something more of me, uh, something that I need to, to figure out and something that I need to take care of. Maybe it was my routine. Uh, but I don't think it had anything to do with the stop and start. Uh, again, I'm not one to find kind of excuses in that sense. So, I, I, I think I kind of take it upon myself that I should have been better in that, term, in that sense uh, throughout the whole year. One uh, one moment I think that kind of stood out for me uh, for uh, in terms of your season at the time was uh, is it was after a start that you made at um, at Texas in late August and it was uh, I think it was a three two loss um, and in terms of win loss rate it was it was the first uh, loss of your major league career um, but afterward you said it was probably the best game of your career to that point or the best game that you pitched so far and that really stuck with me just because. Obviously, you'd had better lines before, but you focused on the fact that, you know, after giving up, I think it was three runs in the first two innings, you rebounded um, and you pitched into the seventh inning. And um, I'm curious, now, does that outing still stand out to you, or, or was there another outing later maybe that you came away happier with? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that start still does stand out to me because, uh, like I said before, I mean, it was just being able to kind of bounce back and, and prove that you know, I can go deep into games even though uh, I gave up those runs early, even though we lost. I felt like you know I made a good uh, push to keep us in the game there. and um, I just think that it kind of showed my resiliency, and that's what I want to prove to myself as well. I mean, uh, I know I have it. I just want to show it. So um, if I can keep doing that, it'd be great. Uh, you know, Obviously, the runs early in the game isn't what we want, but uh, being able to battle back is would you say that there was uh, one or two things that you were kind of? Uh, I know you mentioned the health and, and being able to stay healthy over the over the course of a season. Um, aside from that, would you say that there was maybe one or two things that you were your biggest takeaways, or maybe that you were most pleased with um, coming out of this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was really pleased with again the health uh, aspect point of view and all the experience I got. I mean, um, being a rookie, being around guys like Soria. Um, you know, petite, and then all the all the starting rotation, being able to pick their brains, and you know, moving forward, I'll be doing the same thing. But at a young age, being able to have that, and then hear them and their thoughts on me, and kind of try to put it into my certain game plans. Uh, you know, towards the end of the year, I was starting to kind of take their feedback and plug it into certain things, and I saw it working. So um, that's a positive for me. I think a lot of guys, when they make jumps up through levels, um, talk about kind of uh, sometimes speed of the game or the just kind of the all, all the information that you have to process. And um, but also on the other hand, uh, you know Bob Melvin and Scott Emerson, pitching coach, uh, they both have talked repeatedly and for a while now just kind of about. Um, the poise that you seem to have even at a young age. Do you ever feel like you are being? Um, like you're having to catch up or like things are you're having to kind of take a step step back and, and slow things down take a breath and just kind of internalize what's going on or do you always feel like you're pretty pretty in control I feel for the most part I would like to say you know I feel in control um but I, there are times uh I mean even in the minor leagues but mainly you know in the big leagues it, it feels like you're cruising and all of a sudden uh a blink of an eye and you have second and third and you already gave up a run so uh I feel like those moments I have had and I need to, you know, take a walk, uh, whether it's go around the mound or step off, take a, a breather, whatever it is. But um, I've definitely had those moments, and I feel like I've been able to handle them pretty well. Um, 
a couple of them probably have gone away from me, but that's something that I definitely want to work on in the future as well. Can you think of a game or a moment uh, in, a, in a game this season where uh, you might have handled it a little bit differently if you had a, like the benefit of, of a do-over? I would say the, the Padres, uh, I was cruising through four, and then they got to me in the fifth. I wish I kind of would have stepped back and uh, kind of regrouped and then just made, you know, made, told myself make a pitch. You, know, you don't have to get one pitch to get out of this jam. Uh, just make a pitch, get an out, and then we go from there. I think I kind of just took it as a whole instead of trying to break it down pitch by pitch. Um, but that and then the Seattle fifth inning as well. When I was in Seattle, I was cruising through four. And then again in the fifth, they got to me. Uh, I kind of the same thing. I wish I would have just stepped back and, and just kind of regrouped for a second. We'll be back with more with Jesus Luzardo right after this. And remember, you can access all of our A's coverage and much more with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Go to sfchronicle.com slash pod. That's sfchronicle.com slash P-O-D. What did you take out of your two, your two starts in the playoffs? I know before the, uh, before the Chicago start, when they decided to, um, to have you there for, for the game one of that series, um, you said you felt like the, being able to pitch and being able to start in the postseason was, uh, was going to do a lot for you um, going forward. What, what, what did you take out of, out of those two postseason starts against uh, Chicago and Houston? I mean, I, I think definitely uh, experience was probably the biggest thing for me. Just kind of not letting my I'm – not, I'm not much of a person that lets their emotions get the best of them. But, um, and I wouldn't say it's self-doubt either. But just kind of letting all the hype uh, kind of get to my head. Uh-huh. And I would just tell myself, you know, in the future, if, you know, hopefully I do get the chance again, uh, it's just another game. Uh, you know, I've like when I faced the Houston, I faced Houston a bunch this year. I faced them last year uh, in my debut. Um, and, you know, it's no different. They're the same guys that I faced in the regular season. So uh, I think that's what I need to tell myself. And I think I did a, a relatively good job of that. But I think I could do a better job uh, in, the, in the years to come. Did you feel like you were, uh, I mean, were you at all surprised to learn that you were uh, going to be chosen to, to start that game one of the, of the opening round? I, obviously, there was a, some question about that for a little while, and um, it seemed like Dave's put a lot of thought into it by, you know, having you make that last uh, relief outing in the regular season and kind of keep a lot of options open. But um, when that decision came down, what, what was your sort of reaction, and, and did you feel like you were fully ready for that start? Yeah, I mean, I was definitely excited, and I was, you know, I was happy that they gave me the opportunity. Uh, I know that Bassett, you know, obviously he earned um, all the everything that was given to him, the the, the pitcher of the month. Uh, he probably, you know, if he could have pitched every game, he would have, because I mean, he's just he pitched unbelievable this year, and uh, he definitely earned it. But when I when they told me that, uh, and they told us the plan that he was going to game two, I, you know, I thought it was great. Um, but I mean, all our starting pitchers. Uh, I thought we all deserved a chance. So, I mean, I, I was happy that they chose me. And, um, you know, I, I was glad that I was able to get out there first and, and try to try to help us win. In the division series against Houston, um, there were there were so many home runs hit but on, on both sides um, just it, over the course of, the, of those four games. Um, and this was a staff that, that really didn't give up a whole lot of, of home runs during the season. and But it had especially pitched – uh, you know, well at home. Um, looking back, how do you think not having those home games in Oakland uh, made a big difference in the outcome of that series, or 
did you feel like the the pitching staff or the, the starters especially um in that division series did you feel like you uh sort of handled that situation as as well as possible or, or were the uh were the were the home runs a, a product of just maybe you know not um i don't know if it's not being able to adjust necessarily to to a different uh stadium or different surroundings but just how big of an impact do you feel not having those home games in oakland made in the in the outcome of that series i think it did make a big difference um and not because uh you know i don't blame uh, dodger stadium or anything for for how we pitch i think that we need to be able to make adjustments uh no matter where we pitch i mean you see framber valdez pitched really well over there um and you know he 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 had success in that stadium, so I, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it was, you know, I, I don't think we pitched too well over there, to be honest. Um, you know, we we did have some some good parts of it, but for the most part, you know, like you said, we gave up a lot of home runs. Both sides did, um, but definitely, I do agree that uh, us playing Houston at home is an advantage. I think that we play better at home. I think we play them better at home. So if we would have had those games in Oakland. It might have been a different story, but uh, either way, you know, execution had to be there, uh, whether it was in Oakland or in L.A. or San Diego, wherever it was. Like you mentioned, you you guys did play the Astros really, really well um, during the regular season, and a lot of those wins did come at home. But when that series ended, um, I guess – what was the feeling like among you guys? Obviously, I'm sure there's there's disappointment just because the season has come to an end. But this was a team that that even from day one, I mean, you guys were, expressed a lot of confidence and felt like you were built to go deep into the playoffs. What uh, what was the the feeling like after that division series ended? Did it feel like it was at all sort of a a missed opportunity to to move further, or how did you guys? What were the discussions afterward? How did you guys feel after that? I mean, I don't think we had too many discussions about it afterwards. I think we all kind of understood that, um, you know, we were kind of, like you said, built to go long. Uh, we got, you know, we, we, we didn't do too well in that divisional series against uh, the Astros, especially not how we wanted that per- to perform. Um, but, I mean, I, I think it was a little frustration. You know, we obviously we didn't want to lose to Houston. Uh, you know, you don't want to lose to anyone, but especially them uh, having won the division uh, this year. So, I think that's what caused the frustration and not being able to perform when we really wanted to. But uh, other than that, I mean, I think that we have a lot of optimism going into next year and knowing that, you know, we have a good group of young guys, a strong core, you know, continuing to come up as well as some older guys that are there to give us experience and, and you know, like that knowledge that veterans have. Yeah, I mean, looking at the offseason, obviously they have a, a lot of free agents and there are some – some roster questions and it seems like there there could be some changes in the bullpen but there is that uh a lot of core young players that are still under team control like yourself Ramon Matt Chapman and Matt Olson Sean Murphy others um is there you know is there confidence among that that group uh going for it how, how do you feel like the the team is set up going into in the next year specifically I think you know we have a great chance to to do what we did this year and more um I think that, like you said, all those guys coming back with the mix of older guys, you know, probably get some free agents in there as well. Uh, Puck's going to come back and, you know, do his thing. So I think that we're going to have a lot of good opportunities and a lot of people kind of open some eyes next year. Yeah, I know there was a a lot of hope uh, before the season and even kind of going into it that you and and, uh, A.J. Puck would be joining the 
the rotation together. Um, have you been in contact uh, with him at all in, in the last few weeks? And if so, can you tell us, is he in decent space? It sounds like the outlook is he'll be, uh, he's expected to be good to go for the spring. Um, have, you, have you been in contact with him at all? And if so, is he, uh, is he in good spirits? Yeah, I mean, he's actually living in my uh, guest bedroom. So okay. we, I see him every day and, and we work out together. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we, we talk a lot. Um, he just, his shoulders feeling really good. He's looking really good, uh, in shape. Um, you know, he says he feels great. So I'm, you know, hope that he starts to throw soon and everything goes well and, uh, you know, he's on track. But so far, everything's looking good. What's your guys' uh, if you say you're working out together for, for the moment, what's, what's your guys' sort of daily routine? Uh, we usually, uh, I mean, I get up, I go at like 8.30, I get down there and I start working out. Um, he has, uh, he goes at different times, he has physical therapies and then he has to work out. But uh, it usually involves a little bit of golf, going to work out, and then every once in a while we shoot, uh, go play like horse or something, just work on the jumper. And he seems to, you said he's, uh, in terms of the shoulder and the recovery, it seems like everything is going pretty well for him at this point. Yeah, extremely well. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know exactly uh, the details, but from what I've seen and, uh, you know, seeing him move and, and he has full range of motion, feeling good, and, you know, nothing's hurting him, so that's good to hear. Yeah, that would obviously be a big addition uh, for, for you guys going into 2021. Out of curiosity, did you, um, are you a guy who watches uh, the postseason after, uh, after your team is, is knocked out? Did you watch any of the playoffs afterward or the World Series, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I watched every single game after, after we got eliminated, so I was definitely uh, watching everything. What do you take out of that? Are you watching as kind of like um, – analyzing hitters seeing how you would go after a certain guy or, or do you watch more as a fan how, how do you how do you watch those games i kind of do i mean i i feel like i watch it as a fan because um at the end of the day i, I mean i'm still a fan of baseball i love baseball I, I just watch it like for fun but um i do feel like i take time and kind of like analyze hitters i, I you know I, I think of things that i would do to hitters or as a pitcher in a certain situation in those uh in those moments but I try to just sit back and, and just watch it as a fan and kind of enjoy the game. Do you have anything else, uh, uh, any further offseason plans, anything else you're looking forward to? Not really, no. Just uh, keep getting in shape and, and then hopefully, uh, you know, be ready to go for spring training and, and figure everything out. Uh, lastly, this, being this is uh, Thanksgiving week, I need to ask you, uh, are you and AJ going to be doing Thanksgiving together or do you have family traditions or how do you, how do you normally do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's gonna come to my uh, to my parents' house, and we're gonna we're gonna have some food there. I have uh, obviously COVID uh, restrictions, so not that much, not as many people this year. But he'll be making an appearance at my family's uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I, I know you uh, you are uh, Peruvian born, and a lot of your family is uh, Venezuelan. Are, are there um, are there any sort of uh, you know, Venezuelan aspects to uh, to your guys' Thanksgiving tradition? Uh, we do bit pretty traditional mixed in with um, we do a pork that's like a like a Spanish style a Hispanic thing and then we mix in uh, some Venezuelan uh, desserts uh, a couple different types of cakes and, and pastries but for the most part the main dishes are pretty pretty standard uh, you know just the traditional. Nice. Do you do you work in with the cooking at all? I actually I actually uh, like to mess around a little bit and cook but. 
uh, no, I, I leave Thanksgiving up to my mom and my dad and my and my aunt, and then I just kind of do the other stuff. <laughs> They're the professionals, though, I guess. And last, uh, what's that uh, favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal? Oh, um, man, it's got to be uh, my mom's sweet potato casserole or uh, pecan pie with a little bit of vanilla ice cream on top. Nice. You can't go wrong with the sweet stuff, I agree. Well, uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, Jesus, thank you so much again for, for taking out the time and, and for joining us today on Ace Plus. I hope the rest of the offseason goes well, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Our thanks again to Jesus Luzardo for joining us on Ace Plus. Our producers today were G. Allen Johnson and King Kaufman. We'll be back soon with more on Ace Plus. Thanks for listening.